it was kind of scary. I'm not going to let myself miss out on opportunities because I'm breaking out. No, absolutely. And I think you nailed it with that because it's like, you're not going to let this one breakout like hold you back from this event or this vacation or whatever else, right? It's, it's not worth it. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today I have a very special guest, the blemish queen, Nicole. Thank you for joining me today on Loud Talk with Lavi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm super excited as well. So right off the bat, I want to know a little bit more about you because we've been following each other like on socials for a minute here. And I always see your posts, which I love because like, <laughs> you know, they're they're motivating to me and I'm sure so many other people, um, you know, struggling with their skin or just feeling like maybe trapped in their skin. I also love that you are unfiltered online. You know, I, I stand for that fully. So I really love that. But I want to know a little bit more about you Um you know, not necessarily just like with your social media background, yeah. but like more about you, like, you know, what do you like to do? Maybe take us a little bit into your like childhood um, and kind of what brought you to where you are today. Sure. I mean, we can really dig deep, like as if you were my therapist, if you really want to. <laughs> Let's um, do it. <laughs> but I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, okay. Right now I'm living here in Florida, but grew up in New Jersey, born and raised. I have one younger sister who is my pride and joy <laughs> in life. Um, mom and dad um, grew up in a little bit of a rough childhood situation, really struggled with confidence in who I was, not just with my skin, because I actually didn't really have much acne as a teenager. I was one of those lucky few. Yes, who got acne in their 20s. Um, I Life had... was like, we'll give it to you later. Don't you? Exactly. <laughs> you have enough to go through right yeah. now. So we'll just like pile this on in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up was super tough, had a rough relationship with my mom, my dad, my dad was kind of assertive, aggressive, uh, abusive. My mom ended up developing some mental health issues that she still struggles with today. So a lot of like self-confidence issues. I didn't really have friends. I remember my senior year, I sat by myself at the lunch table, was okay. just not a cool girl, not a not a girl's girl, not anybody's girl. <laughs> just kind of viewed myself as like a nobody. And then when I went to college, I really grew into myself. And as I felt I was finding myself is when I got hit with acne. So it, it just kind of hit me so hard um, in the middle of finding this confidence and this power and this, you know, self-love. I right. was kind of taken down a peg and struggled with that for quite some time before I made the decision to go on Accutane, which absolutely changed my life personally. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I have just been flourishing, growing in who I am. I obviously do social media, as you know, but I also have worked this entire time. I have always maintained a real job, I say with air quotes, because <laughs> um, <laughs> social media is tough too, but I have worked in the field of psychology. I have my master's in wow. um, child and adolescent developmental psychology. I'm in school right now to become a board certified behavioral analyst through Florida Tech. Um, so I'm always busy. I'm always doing things. I have, including social media right now, three jobs and I'm living here in Florida and it has been like a crazy, crazy ride. I try and find time for myself to do the things that I love, like paddleboarding, longboarding, hiking, camping, all that good outdoor Fun. stuff, frisbee. Um, but juggling all these things can be tough. <laughs> right. No, for sure. And I, I definitely want to get into, you know, because I know you mentioned like, I think in previous or maybe on social media, like that you do work outside of social media. And I think that is one, you know, misconception that I think a lot of people, you know, can look at someone online and see all these followers and all these numbers and think like, yeah. oh, like they, you know, they have it all right. So um, there's this I think misconception where people associate like numbers online with like being like just uber rich, which is not how it works. I so wish I was rich. <laughs> but 
but um so like what are like so obviously social media what are your other two jobs right now so I work with kiddos in foster care I um, worked with a company before the one I'm working with now um, where I had a caseload and I had kiddos Um, I've kind of transitioned into a more part-time position with them and I do a lot of paperwork for my friends and coworkers that work closely with the kiddos in foster care and then I work as a registered behavioral tech so going into schools working one-on-one with kiddos that have oppositional defiance disorder, autism, uh, generally just behavioral difficulties Mm -hmm. um, in the classroom setting a lot of the time in the home setting. And I'm kind of there to help support them, help instill more, you know, uh, positive sorts of behaviors, help teach them. And those are the two things that I do outside of this, in addition to going to school. (laughs) So you're still in school right now? Yes, I do online school through Florida Tech. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No, it's so nice to hear like other people in the space kind of like juggling a bunch of other stuff because like I'm also in school right now. And I think that's one thing that makes me feel a little more like I don't want to say like secluded in the influencer like industry. But a lot of times when I do go to events or I am around other influencers, I don't feel like I fully fit in because it's like, you know, I'm trying to do school full time or last year I was working full time while also doing content creating pretty much full-time as well right and then like when I'm in the school setting you know I can't really relate to everyone around me because it's like I have this like whole nother job that I need like to um to do and I mean I love it there's no other other way I could juggle unless I I did love it but definitely looking forward to finishing school here (laughs) how much longer do you have about a year yeah okay the home stretch what is your degree in uh so I'm doing a dual degree in chemical engineering and business right now so wow it's a heavy course load but we're 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 pushing through it and and last year I was on an internship so I was working like a um a full nine to five and that I was able to like almost balance content more with that because it's like at least I had like my evenings and weekends open but like then you're like fully blocked off like the whole day right so like now at school I feel like I have more flexibility maybe during the day but then weekends and evenings it's like okay but I have to like study for this exam or I have to do this assignment or whatever so I don't know which version is better but uh either way we're just trying to to juggle it but I do want to ask you like when when did you start kind of posting on social media and what was the reason for that? Because I feel like it takes a lot, especially when you're going through something tough to be like, you know what, I'm going to open this to the world and just let everyone in on it. Like what was kind of the mentality you had behind that? I started my social media account as the Blemish Queen in, I believe it was 2019. So it's been a couple years here. I remember the catalyst was uh, February of that year. It was right before COVID really fully hit. I had gone on a cruise. And it is when my acne was just in full-fledged, worse it has ever been, Mm -hmm. bright red, inflamed, bleeding. I was actually sitting in my room on this cruise, crying, upset, instead of enjoying my time because of how self-conscious I was. And that is when I started digging into the acne positivity, skin positivity space on social media. Back then, it was so non-existent. It was so, so small, so tiny. And I was scrolling through these posts of people talking about their Accutane journey. And at that point, I had thrown everything in the kitchen sink at my skin. And I'm one of the people that nothing was really working. And I was so in dire need for the sake of my mental health to use something that was going to probably work instead of risking these very slow burning chances at something that I felt like Accutane was the only option I had. And I came across profiles of people documenting their journey, talking about the symptoms that they were having, talking about how their skin was progressing, showing before and afters, talking about the products that they were using. And I thought, wow, like this makes me feel better as someone that has control issues, as someone with anxiety, like I need to know what's going on and these people are helping me. And so when I made the decision to go on Accutane, I simultaneously decided that I wanted to be that person for somebody Mm. else. Even if it was really tough for me to put myself out there, I was not a super outgoing person back then. I have definitely grown and changed now. I was super worried and I was met with a lot of hate in the beginning, a lot of insults, a lot of criticism. But I just thought even if I could resonate with one person, even if I could help one person and just show them that like, hey, look, I'm going through this too and I'm okay. It was was also helping me realize that that I'm okay. (laughs) And that's how I started it all. 
No, I, I love hearing that. And I think that is like the most beautiful way that anyone can come to social media is like, you know what, like I'm going to share my message. And if one person can relate to this, like perfect, because I think especially now too, like I think so many people are trying to get on social media because they see like all these things that you can do with it. And I think, you know, you have to have like that true passion behind it or that true like, you know, thing that you're sharing with the world. And I think for you, like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you were going into this expecting to become like an influencer for like you were just sharing your journey, right? Oh, absolutely. And even now I'm at the point where I, I love the growth and my growth has been one of those more slow trickling types of growth. I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm at a million followers, yeah. you know, <laughs> trust but me, don't- I understand that. Don't get me wrong. If 80, what am I at? 81,000. If 81,000 people walked it, they wouldn't even fit in this apartment. You know, like that is an absurd amount of people. But I, even yeah. now, I don't even want to be big, famous on billboards, even though that would be cool. I, I like being me. I like being introverted sometimes and having my cozy space and mm. keeping to myself. And I feel like at a certain point, you reach a level where you don't have that privilege anymore. No. And that's kind of intimidating to me. No, for sure. And I, I so like I've been on social media for nine years. I started wow. out on YouTube when I was 13, actually, which now thinking back, like I am thankful for the slow growth because I think if I was like slammed with a bunch of subscribers when I was 13, I would be a completely different person. Um, Not only that, like I even was thinking the other day, I'm like, would I have even been like pursuing my degree, let's say, right, which is something like I'm really happy I'm doing, even if I don't necessarily work in the field after like I could, right, like I have those options. So and I think it also teaches you like the value of like hard work and that like, you know, things take time to grow because I think a lot of people who do get hit with that following like right away it's like how do you even like you know handle that all of a sudden you can't even like think like okay like I'm this person now I'm all of a sudden this person with so many eyes on me right like you see those effects and so many big creators talk about it right so you got to be thankful for like each situation obviously but you have to see like the the good side as you said of even like a smaller community and at the end of the day like it's like you said like 81,000 people that you have you know helped in some way in some capacity and that is so cool and that's the power of the internet that I think is so powerful and like when we use it in this good way it can it can really be so amazing and in such a positive space you know when we are more real on there but were you at all scared like posting this stuff online were you scared of people like seeing it like walk me through that journey because I know for myself I was way more comfortable almost posting to complete strangers than I was like, oh, if my like high school friends saw this or something, you know? Oh, a thousand percent. And still to this day, I'll be honest with you. And I'm going to take my lipstick off because I hate the way it feels on my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Like a thousand percent. And nobody knows this because you and I chatted before, but I I recorded a video. That's why I have makeup on. Otherwise, I would be totally barefaced right now. (laughs) Um, Still foundation free, though. I'll tell you that. But I still... I'm not comfortable with people in my life really knowing and everybody knows because I I do talk about it from time to time and people follow me on social media. Right. My family's my family and my friends are very vocal about it. We'll meet somebody new. They'll be like, do you know that she's famous? I'm like, please shut up. Like, yeah. please do not open your mouth anymore. I'm not famous. I don't want that to be. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not going to demand things from people. I don't want anything for free. I don't want anything. I don't no. want anything. I want to be a nobody. So yeah. I, I, still struggle um with talking about it with my family and my friends when I meet somebody new and it's like well what do you do for work I often leave it out and there's some people in my life newer people that have no idea that any of it exists oftentimes I wait like months before I even say (laughs) hey because I'll start offering people skincare since I get so much of it I'm like hey you want some skincare you know because I'm not going to use it and then they start asking how do you do should I give you money for this (laughs) I'm like no No. it's free and they're like what what do you mean it's free I'm like Like, how'd you get it (laughs) well (laughs) so it's still it's still because I almost feel like it's a different person and I I'm true and I'm authentic in the videos that I post but I find myself feeling way more confident behind the camera and I think so many people do right that's why there's haters online you feel so much more confident behind this camera because you don't have to face these people in real life, I'm I'm not okay. Like I have anxiety. I'm in therapy. I'm going through a lot right now. So it's it's almost like two different versions mm-hmm. of me. It's still me. It's still who I am. But 
it, it's hard for me to bridge that gap between this life and that life sometimes for sure no and thanks for opening up about that because I I even get comments all the time being like I wish I could be like as confident as you and I'm like not every day looks the same right and like mm-hmm. just because like you know I'm posting this video where I'm really confident doesn't mean I might have like a hard time tomorrow like in my skin like you know it's all about ups and downs and I think when people watch content on social media they think that like everything is just they see that one clip and they then they imagine this whole life behind it of just like pure perfection and I think you being open about that is really important and kind of just yeah. you know taking down that that layer for sure um and isn't it so interesting because like I feel the same way like when random people watch my videos online like I'm like proud of them but when someone like the worst is when someone pulls up your profile in front of you and starts like looking at your videos I'm like oh like I just want to just I can't just like, take me out right sudden, now <laughs> all of your videos are like so cringy and you're just like yeah yeah like no. is that really how I sound when yeah. I talk like <laughs> yeah no seriously and I I think like you're so right with that like I I definitely last year like when I, I was working my engineering job I think I would kind of flip-flop between like what I would say depending on who I was talking to depending on like who I met right obviously if I'm at like an influencer event or like around people who like understand the yeah. space a bit more than I was like oh yeah I'm a content creator but then like you know another situation I'd be like oh yeah I'm a project engineer and I think the worst also was like people at work finding out and being like oh she's famous like literally the same thing you were describing and I'm like guys like please I'm not famous. I'm I'm not remotely close, but like, okay, you know. Yeah, it's it's tough out here. And like you said before about even, I always believe even the people that post real life, authenticity online, people like you and me, and I love people in this space. There's so many incredible faces. Uh, It's amazing. The the community that has been Mm -hmm. created that didn't exist before, but even people like us, you don't see everything. it's social media is still not real life and and even though I I love your post where you post like your makeup in different lighting and you say you know this was my makeup at this time of the day this is it now and I love that stuff I love that content it it inspires me and I I take inspiration from your content all the time and and even and I know you can speak to this too even that is just a glimpse of your life even that's not everything and we have good days we have bad days we have days where even though we're posting about how other people you know encouraging them to feel confident in their skin it doesn't necessarily reflect how I'm feeling right now I might feel really Mm -hmm. crappy about the way I look and sometimes I post about hey if you're feeling crappy about the way that you look here's how to feel better and I'm feeling great about the way my skin looks you know like it's really my content I always and I don't know if you feel the same way I as much as I post for myself I feel like I'm in a different place mentally most Mm -hmm. of the time now I post more for other people Mm -hmm. to make other people feel better to make other people feel encouraged to remind other people that you know you can get to this point where you feel confident in your skin. You're not alone where you're at right now. Your acne doesn't define your worth. You're still beautiful. You still are deserving and worthy of love and, you know, respect. Um, But I think that it can be hard to kind of separate the two. People are so honed in on, no, this is real life. This is what I want. This is who I want to be. But even, even what I post isn't, yes, it's a hundred percent authentically me, but it's not, it's not everything. No, no. And you can't catch everything in one like static photo or one 15 second reel. He can't. Um, And even like, like you said, like the lighting comparisons I do, like, you know, some days I just take those photos like in the different lighting and post whatever, but some days where maybe I'm feeling down my skin, I take that photo in the bathroom and I'm like, Oh, I really like the one from the ring light, you know, (laughs) it's like, and other days I'm like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. So like, that's the thing. Right. And I think as much as we are posting to help other people because we've gotten to a certain place in our journey, we still, I think, at least for me, like there are some days yes. if I am like at a lower point, some days like my own content also helps me and not even that, but it's also like I have to kind of like, you know, practice what I preach, right? Because if yeah. I'm telling people like, here, use these tips if you're feeling down about your skin this day, like I can't not also be doing that when I feel down, right? Or else it's like, what's the whole point of it? So it definitely it's like such a win-win I think even if like I think even just having this social platform has helped me so much in my journey and kind of just accelerating that growth and confidence in myself because it's almost like these followers and these people like counting on me are keeping me accountable in my own journey yes and I feel like it's helped me and I don't know if you feel the same but love different parts of myself that Mm -hmm. maybe I didn't even realize I was Mm -hmm. self-conscious about um you know sometimes it starts off as like a hate comment that makes you more aware of something that you never like self-conscious about (laughs) oh my teeth are kind of weird you're right (laughs) um but then it just like grows and stems and I I feel like it has been 
I have, I would never be the confident person that I am today if I didn't go through this journey a thousand percent. Right. So what was your kind of like reaction when you started? Like, do you remember like the first post that kind of like got some traction? Like, I, how did that feel for you? I think it was one of those posts where I was kind of showcasing my progression on Accutane. Mm-hmm. And it was like my skin in the beginning, which was super red and inflamed. And then to where it had gotten at that point, I think it was like the six month mark or something. And I think that was the first time one of my posts got over 10,000 views. And at this point, I think it has over a million or something. It's a static image in feed. And it was kind of scary. Um, I was excited and happy and kind of mind boggled, but especially in the beginning, especially when I feel like when you have more noticeable acne going on, more like obvious breakouts, which I still get all the time, you get a lot more hate. When you have less obvious breakouts or smaller pimples, you don't. So back then when my skin was really going through it, a lot of those comments, I would say it was 50-50 split with positivity and negativity. Those vomit emojis and the gagging emojis and just full of fire. And at that point, I was not confident enough in myself outside of my appearance that that stuff was absolutely terrible and it broke my heart and it made me feel so much pain and I was scared when I got that many views that it was just gonna keep getting worse you know Mm -hmm. no for sure yeah it's interesting like I think when any post goes like more viral like you're always gonna have like some sort of split of like because it just like to be able for it to like reach that many eyes like it's gonna go outside of like your the people you're trying to reach you know like it's just going to and I don't know like if this I I just thought of this like I feel like when the posts of mine that go like the most viral I don't even end up looking really too much at the comments because I just feel like there's so many that I just like don't even really look at them like I really look more at the comments on like the posts that just do like their regular kind of my average like views or whatever yeah I find myself lately looking at the comments on the ones that have more views because I think I'm in a different mental place now where I see those insults and it almost makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like people calling me Freddy Krueger because I have scars on my face. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I guess. So. If, you, if you want. If that's what makes you yeah. feel better. Like, does this make you feel better? Like, my, I my, guess so. my favorite is you have acne. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, gun catch. You. Yeah. And I've actually started like replying to them on my stories. That's my favorite to do is reply to them. (laughs) I like replying on my stories so that my followers can see like, look, these comments don't Don't matter. Yeah. Like these people don't matter. Like it it blows my mind that people think going online and say like, what are you trying to achieve? I know. I can't get into that mindset outside of making somebody feel worse. Like, obviously, you feel terrible about yourself that you want other people to suffer and feel miserable like you. I don't understand it. So now I just sit back and I just kind of laugh. Like, if it makes you feel better, okay. Like, you're lucky that you said it to me, though, and not somebody else. That's what I always say. That's what I always say. And sometimes when I do reply to them, like, through a video, I'll say, like, by the way, like, this comment did not affect me in one way. Like, found it hilarious, actually. But the reason I'm making this video is to tell you, like, you know, maybe don't say those things to people because as much as it didn't affect me, like, it could, like, really affect someone, like, just starting off their journey and that could set them back so far. So it's, like, watch what you say type of thing, you know? I mean, exactly, because what is it? Is suicide the second leading cause of death amongst people in our general age group? It is a real thing and especially with appearances it's a huge catalyst to depression anxiety you are going to be fueling the there's a good chance you could be fueling the fire for someone to finally make that decision and that might be dramatic and it might sound like a lot and it's kind of intense but but it's very real you do not know the power behind words especially behind a computer people are feel so comfortable saying things that they would never say to somebody in real life and it could be so negative you never know where someone else is at mentally. It's it's not worth it. Like you do, you, I don't think a single person, uh, you know, I take that back because maybe there are people out there, but I feel like a, a normal person 
wouldn't feel would, would not want to make somebody feel that way would feel terrible if they learned that their words led to somebody taking their own life you really have to think about the message you're putting out there and and recognize that you never really know where somebody else is at it's not it's not worth it yeah absolutely absolutely and i think one thing i want to get into with is like you're you know obviously like you said you've been on accutane and that like really really helped you right and i get a lot of like pressure from people online telling me to go on Accutane and the reason I happen is because I do know my acne is like really hormonal driven and I've already seen yeah. like the effects just over this like past year even like of just you know balancing my hormones and how that's really helped me and I'm you know still going down that journey because it's it's very complicated for sure but yeah there's this pressure that it's like people just don't understand that they're like why don't you like they don't understand why I won't go on acting because and my favorite comments are people who are like oh she's doing this on purpose so she can get more views like right because anyone would wish acting upon themselves like what a silly thing to say but I do Mm -hmm. feel like that that pressure and it's almost like Mm -hmm. people are almost like offended seeing like acne on me and I'm like how is this affecting you in any way like at the end of the day like you know it's my face that like is like affected and how I feel and like the pain from it and all that like it it does not affect you neither way but you know as someone who's been on Accutane like I want to get your perspective on that because like I think that's why it's such like a personal journey because it can work so so well for you know some people but it's also not the like cure for like other people right the truth is Accutane is not the cure for anybody right Accutane is not the there is no cure to acne and I think that is the biggest misconception is that Accutane is a cure even as somebody who went on it I still get breakouts are they as bad as they were before absolutely not but your acne honestly is never going to go away the true cure I do air quotes to your acne is finding the root cause of your acne you know for you it's hormones for me I have dietary intolerances I have hormonal imbalances I have an autoimmune disease I have all the things so Accutane did help me but my acne is going to keep coming. Right. It's, it's going to still be there. I can only do certain things in my lifestyle. I have to make lifestyle changes, dietary changes, um, you know, that kind of stuff in order to really effectively keep it at bay. Because if I don't, it's going to come back like how mm-hmm. it did before. It, it is. I think Accutane is so controversial. You know, there's people out there saying, you need to take it. You need to take it. And then once you take it, everybody's like, you're killing yourself. It's poison. It's chemotherapy. And you can never win with yeah. Accutane. Uh, you can never win with acne. And Accutane, it's it's not even technically Accutane. It's, it's the word that we all use, but Accutane doesn't even exist anymore because Accutane was discontinued in like 2015 because it was so bad. Mm-hmm. It's technically isotretinoid Tret- or however yeah. you say Isotretinone. <laughs> and it's not even studied well enough to truly even know the long-term effects of it. That That's the truth. People pull out these studies and bring out these facts and that's about drugs that were used that don't even exist anymore. We don't even really know. So listen, I, I could be messed up in the future from my choice. I, I, I don't even know. Doctors don't even really know that they, they keep an eye on your liver function and you have to get blood work every month, but it, it is risky. Is it chemotherapy? I, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> it is risky. And, and even when I was taking it, I was met from family, friends, people I didn't know with criticism. I was getting sent articles. I was being told that I was killing myself. I was being told that I was encouraging people to to take it when I was just sharing my experience. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing that people need to realize is it's your body and it's your choice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people think that stops with our internal organs for <laughs> some reason, but it's my body and it is my choice. If I'm not hurting anybody, I, I think it's safe to say that I can do as I please with the way my appearance mm-hmm. is. Um, so if I have acne and I want to go on Accutane, it's not hurting you person that I don't know that lives across the world and isn't even a part of my life. It's, it's not hurting you. If it's going to hurt anybody, it's going to hurt me. And that's my choice, but it's, it's not going to cure it. The, the best thing, if you are in a place where you feel like you have other, no other solution, if you've tried everything, if your mental health is suffering and you need something to work, it's probably going to work. It's probably going to work for you, but just be prepared to try and work to find what's really triggering your acne. It could be your hair care. It could be your skincare. It could be your body care products. It could be stress. It could be hormones. It could be dietary and tall. It could be a million and one things, but it's going to come back because what Accutane does is it like kills your oil glands essentially and reduces oil glands, you know, production. So that's why it's effective. A lot of the times your oil glands are now dead. My skin is not as oily as it was before, 
But even with that, the root cause of acne, 99% of the time is not simply because your skin is oily. Why is your skin getting more oily? Right. And, and once you figure that out, that's what really helps you to heal. Yeah. No, and it's really great to hear that from you because I think there's all this pressure online. And, you know, like I, I think I'm at a different place where I like I can handle that a bit more. But I really wanted to hear that message from you to anyone listening to this episode being like, okay, like you know, if I want to take it, that's fine. Because like, I've done my Mm. research, I know what I'm getting into, I understand the side effects and the possible, you know, like, maybe long term effects that could come, which we don't know fully, of course. Um, And also, if I don't want to take it, I don't have to, I can keep like, you know, so I think there's this whole pressure to almost and I I talked about this. um, Do you know, do you know, sister online? I think you might she also posts like a bunch of she's from the UK. Yeah. 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 So I did an episode with her. And she said, like, there's this pressure to like put on people who have acne to cure their acne you know like you have to cure it like right now and it's like it's a slow process like it's not gonna happen overnight right and I I think even you know maybe like the inflammation does go down but then like you're left with scars that maybe never fully heal because like it's so difficult to heal that right so and and now that kind of leads us into the next topic I want to touch on is was there ever that kind of acceptance point for yourself? Like, like you mentioned, like your acne will never go away. Like, you know, you can do things kind of mitigated a bit, but like, you're still going to get the odd breakout. Like, was there a point where you had to kind of reflect on that and be like, you know what, like, this is just something that's a part of my life now. I think it kind of ebbs and flows. You know, I think that in my deepest core, I have come to terms with the fact that it will always kind of be around in some form or another. I think that I really forced myself to understand that when I was going on Accutane because it is not a you take one pill and it goes away. I was on Accutane for six months and for the first three and a half months, it didn't even get better. You know, it just got worse until it started getting better. So during that time is where I really had to force myself to realize, listen, like this is what you're going to be living with. This Mm -hmm. is what you're going to have and there's going to be scars left over. There's going to be marks left over. And this is this is what's going to be OK. But there's still times where I'm breaking out, you know, before my period. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, you are ugly. You look ugly. And I say that to myself and I know it's not true. But, you know, you have that inner monologue of what pressure is being put on from you, you on, you know, from society and what you're told is beautiful. And it's just so ingrained in you, so instilled in you that you can look at yourself and you're like, I I hate the way I look right now. I feel disgusting. I feel dirty. I don't feel pretty. I feel blech, it, you know, put that into a word. And <laughs> I still have days like that too. You know, yeah. I feel like it's it's a difficult, a difficult balance. Right. No, for sure. I, I, I think that's right. Like you framed it perfectly that it's not like a linear journey and there's going to, you know, as much as like you've grown this confidence in yourself, like there's still going to be days like where you look at yourself and you're like, don't love everything I see but like you know like (laughs) overall like you and I think having that mindset where you even said like you think these things but you still know they're not true right and I think having that like is so much help in itself to get to that point because you're never going to get to like 100% like confidence that's like never unbreakable like but it's overall getting to a more positive place than negative place like you know when you average out all your days and how you feel right like as long yeah. as you have like most of them where you feel like better about yourself, I think that's the overall goal. Um, and I, I think one thing that I want to talk to you as well is like, I know you mentioned like sometimes people in your comments like mentioning like your acne scars and stuff. Like, yeah. how have you felt regarding that? Because I know for me, you know, I I had this huge breakout and like as it's the inflammation has gone down, and I'm left with the scars. I always say like the scars don't really bother me because they don't hurt. You know, like, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like they don't hurt. I can't tell that they're there unless I really look in the mirror because with acne like you can feel it and that's like the worst part in my opinion but I look back at like videos and you know photos of myself and like kind of almost like grieving like the skin I once had because it's like my skin will never look like that again no matter how much I heal my acne because even with all the laser treatments and microneedling that I can get like the scars will never look the same as that like skin that was like you know like baby soft skin before so yeah like have you ever had thoughts like that too a thousand percent I think I think I'm in the same boat as you where 
I'm like, well, it, it doesn't hurt. I'm not bleeding on my pillowcases and waking up with blood everywhere every morning. That's the worst. This is, <laughs> this is better than what it was before. And I still have scars, especially on my temples, because I had three inch long cysts alongside the sides wow. of my face. And it, it was so painful. And I had a lot of uh, cortisol shots in my face. So I have a lot of more deeply embedded, discolored sorts of scars on my temples and along my jawline and my neck. And... I've gotten a lot of those comments. Why don't you do microdermabrasion, microneedling, get a, you know, all this, all these boop, 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 whatever. And I see some, some girlies, some, some people out there getting these procedures done, getting some wild ones done. I've seen where they get the stuff under their skin and I'm like, you know what? You do you, you do you. But I, I don't think that could be me. Mm. And I just think real skin is beautiful. I think that we will never look like how we used to. And I don't think that we should try to. I mm. think that there's something so beautiful in authenticity, in aging. I think aging is so taboo. Everybody wants Botox, which is fine. If yeah. you feel more comfortable with that, do whatever makes you feel happy. But I feel like aging is so taboo. Why? Why our bodies are meant to to change. And I think it is a beautiful thing. I yeah. think that there is so much beauty. You look in nature and you see the beauty and age and change. And we stare at it in awe. trees that grow so tall, flowers that go through all of these phases and stages, the moon, we look at all of these beautiful things. And then we look at ourselves and we have to be porcelain dolls. I, I don't understand where, where the change happened, you know, with media and, and what we portray as beautiful because I love stretch marks. I love stretch marks. I love my scars. I love the little lines I'm getting in the crinkle of my eyes. I love the lines I get when I smile. Like I love the way that I look and I don't think anybody could change it. I just think there's so much power in authentic real skin. I think that there's just so much beauty in, in being who you truly are and showing the world. Like this is what I've gone through. This is what I've been through. Look at all these laughs that I've had. Look at all this yep. pain that I felt. Like I think that it is so strong and empowering to really let yourself live in the skin that you're in you know it, you only get one body right here right now like this is your body love it you know yeah. enjoy it and and I think it is so powerful yeah no absolutely and I think you know even with my acne scars I often think like like they are such a sign of like growth for myself yeah. because I, I can look at them and remind myself like hey like every single one of those scars used to be like such a pain point right like a point where like it hurt so bad and like like you said like you'd wake up with like the bloody pillowcase or like you couldn't even yeah. like I couldn't even sleep on the side of my no. face at one point right because just that pain inflammation so it's like I overcame that you know and it's yeah. like that I think at least for me every time my skin's gone clear and then I start breaking out again I start getting into this cycle where I'm like you know getting down myself and again I have to pull up those photos you know where my skin was a thousand times worse to remind myself like hey she kept a smile on her face here right like why are you yeah. crying over two pimples right now right like you you've been through worse girl right so I think those yeah. scars are a constant reminder like hey like you've been through all of this like you're not gonna let this one breakout like hold you back from this event or this vacation or whatever else right so I think yeah. like as you said I don't know why there's this like whole thing around aging especially with like I don't know it's like almost like we're supposed to be like feel shame for like yeah aging you know and I think we're always compared to like our younger selves right like there's all this even not just with our skin but with our bodies right like girls I literally saw a video on TikTok the other day and this girl was like she was like oh dreaming about my like how I looked in high school when I was only eating like 500 calories a day and I'm like what like, okay <laughs> like, why you know why why is that like our like our aspiration you know? yeah like it's like it's so normal to age and I think like just finding like the beauty in that as you said and like just appreciating that because that's a part of life and at the end of the day like it is such a privilege to age but it's really interesting getting your your perspective on that and do you think like do you, do you have you always felt that way or did that kind of take some like growing that definitely took some growing I think that 
most people when you're a teenager, especially you just want to be pretty perfect. I want to look smooth, smooth skin, no pimples. I need to aspire to in early twenties too. Very appearance heavy, very heavily right. focused on my appearance. I did not always feel that way, but now I'm like, you know, who's my inspiration? Jennifer Aniston. All right. Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Has, she, she says, and do we believe her? I believe her. She says she hasn't had like any work done and she's letting herself age gracefully. She doesn't believe in that. She's like unproblematic queen love her like yep. and she's so beautiful like that there's so much beauty and like hey this is how my skin looks look at how how healthy and and yep. like I don't want to say normal but look how healthy and like normal <laughs> but that's not the right word but you yeah. know just look at how beautiful I am and I have like this untouched skin that's what I think of when I look at her and I could be wrong, but I could have sworn that she said that she's never had any work done and that she's just trying to age gracefully. And that is so inspirational to me. Like, I love seeing people in the media that that talk and voice themselves about, I don't have any work done. I don't want to get any work done. Or or maybe I get a little bit of Botox, but I'm not going to get a facelift. I love that. Like, I, I love that they're not falling in line with everybody before them to just kind of like, I need to keep up this appearance so I can keep my fame and my money. Why do you need to to have a facelift to be famous and beautiful? Yeah, you, you can be who you are and be famous and beautiful. I mean, look at us growing followers and I, we're not famous, but we're, we are who we are and we're beautiful and, and people care and people want to hear what we have to say. You don't have to maintain a facade that's not real and, and in order to be whatever it is that you want to be, you can be who you are and the right people will find you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think I love how social media has kind of taken that turn, right? And just like, you know, I don't think, I think there's so much more like ways to go with like this whole positivity movement and just not even just positivity. I talk a lot about like body neutrality as well, because and I think even you mentioned like a lot today, like, you know, there's so many moments where you do love your skin, but there's also going to be those moments where you like don't love it. And I think if you want to like improve something about yourself, like that's fine. Right. Just like having more of that neutral approach when we look at our bodies rather than like so positive or so negative. And I think there's so much ways to go like in social media with that as well but I'm so happy that we've you know made this much progress this far yeah I think it's incredible and I think that there are so many great things on the horizon for the future I don't know about you I mean I saw the skincare brand that you are a part of I saw all these (laughs) incredible things and I think there's so much on the horizon I know that there's so many things that I want to work on in the future um there's so much potential for this movement for skin positivity skin neutrality body positivity acne all of it Mm -hmm. there's so much that can be done there's so much good work there's so many people kids like high schoolers especially that need to hear this sort of message because I know so many kids that are struggling that hate the way that they look and there's so much still to be done and it's so much more than the amount of followers I know I I don't often talk about growth and all that stuff on social Mm -hmm. media but one thing that I've always said is it doesn't matter to me if you follow me or unfollow me. If I'm relevant to you, if I make a difference, your social media feed should be people that make you feel good. They should be people that inspire you to get to a point where you want to be, but, but also meet you where you're at. And, and if you don't feel like my content resonates with you anymore, then that's fine. If you're past the need for that kind of support and encouragement, then you can move on. That's, that's yeah. totally fine. I don't care how many people are following me. Right. I want to reach the people that my content is relevant mm-hmm. to. And that's, that's what's most important. So it's not about the followers. It's about the message. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that like you nailed it with that because it's like at the end of the day, like I'd rather have you know, 500 people following me who really understand my message and get like, you know, get a, um, what's the word? I'm, I'm losing like, <laughs> um, like, like resonate, you resonate with it and actually, you know, see the quality and it actually makes an impact yeah. on their life. Then like a hundred thousand people who maybe don't understand what I'm trying to do with my page and don't like fully, you know, understand my content, which is fine. Like, I think, you know, obviously our content isn't for any, everyone. Like if you've never struggled with your skin, like, I don't won't see, get it. Yeah. I don't see how you would get it, right? Because it's like it is such a unique experience in that. And um, this yeah. is another thing I wanted to ask you actually, like, are you ever at times I know this is weird to say, like, but like grateful that you got like adult acne? Like, has it taught you like Yeah. Anything? Oh, absolutely. I think that going through that experience, whoa, like you have to, I mean, it almost forces you to to learn, you know, after you get through it, you, you or while you're in it, you 
got to take that opportunity to teach yourself that my worth is not based off of my appearance because you will seclude yourself. You will avoid people. You will not go on dates, not see your friends, not go to events, miss out on holidays, avoid your family, not, you know, push yourself at work. You'll hide. You'll, you will seclude yourself if you do not force yourself because it's so hard. It's so, it's like, you're training your brain. You're literally training your brain, force yourself to realize my worth is not based off of my appearance. I am entitled to a human experience just as much Mm -hmm. as anybody else. And my acne does not prevent Mm -hmm. me from that. It should not prevent me from that. My life is short. It could end any any moment. I don't know when it's going to end. I'm not going to let myself miss out on opportunities because I'm breaking out. I want to still have these memories. I want to still, if you don't want pictures taken, don't have pictures taken. It doesn't matter. Do what makes you feel comfortable, but don't miss out on what is out there in that world because you will regret it. Like there's so many things I regret not going to, to hang out with friends. So many people that I don't even talk to anymore. Like I wish that I would have put myself out there more. And, and once you start forcing yourself to do it, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, eventually it will feel natural to some extent. It'll feel, it'll start to feel natural. I don't know if you felt that way going to events and stuff. Cause I mean, I don't get invited to any events cause I'm not that cool as you. Um, but I don't know if you feel that way. Like that first event, you know, do, like, was that tough for you to be like, all right, you know, this is how I look. This is, we're going to go, we're going to do it. I love like the, now like you're interviewing me. I love that. <laughs> um, no, I, I think definitely for sure. Like, you know, there's this pressure to like, look like a polished influencer and, um, I think also because so I'm in Canada so I think like since there yeah. are less of us here like and that's one thing you know speaking of like just being grateful for like the life you do have and the opportunities you have like I used to like just be so angry that like I was an influencer in Canada because I was like I'm not getting these opportunities because I live in Canada like I remember you know brands that would reach out and I'd be they'd be like oh you're in Canada we can't ship to you and I'm like or like we can't work to you because you're work with you because you're in Canada and I think now like I'm almost so grateful for that because I do think there are less influencers here right so like I think maybe if I had these numbers in the states where there are so many more influencers maybe I wouldn't get as recognized like I don't know but you have to just be grateful for what like you have and I think um, I kind of went off on a tangent but yeah I think I definitely felt that pressure of like you know I have to kind of look perfect because I'm like around all these influencers and yeah like I think also though a few of like the first events that I did go to which probably helped were like skin events so there were other people right that kind of also had acne or showed the real skin but at the same time I have met people who don't understand what I'm doing right or maybe I think even maybe feel like a little threatened but not in the way like in like a follower way or like a uh, platform way more in just like they don't understand how I can be this open on social media so then they're like you know like how are you just posting these like bad lighting photos where your skin looks so bad most people you know they're trying to put themselves out into the in the best light and I I totally understand that but I think you know making that choice of posting more real online is so powerful and I think for a lot of us with acne and at least like everyone I've interviewed that is been in the skin positivity space I've seen this common theme of like everyone was like at such a low point with their skin and like they started posting not only as a way to help themselves and help others but it's almost like our only way to like take that control back because you can't control your acne so it's yeah. like, I can't control how my skin is right now, but I can control, you know, putting a photo out there and like not really worrying about it, you know, so. Yeah. And what I'm curious about too, with like those events, and I don't know if you felt this way, I've only been to like two because, yeah. and well, really one event and one photo shoot, which was amazing. I don't know if you've have, had an opportunity to do one of those yet, but when no, you do, because you will, you will. <laughs> so um, fun ish because what I wanted to say was um, now that I don't live near New York I feel kind of similar to you because I used to live in Jersey so I was near the city and I felt Mm. like I was given way more opportunities I didn't take everything but um, I feel like there's just way more opportunities because you're near the city so they're like oh look you're here the hustle and bustle now that I'm in Florida it's like I've fallen off the face of the earth and nobody cares Um, but in the two you know beauty-ish influencery skincare type of things that I've gone to I've honestly never felt more out of place. Um, I, my first ever big thing was like, uh, like a couple months after I started, I was invited to New York to do a photo shoot with Laura Mercier. Incredible. Like one of my favorite experiences I've ever done ever. 
And I was surrounded by legit models and it was cutthroat. Like that whole, like I used to want to do that cutthroat. These people are out here on these streets, like killing it, like back to back to back bookings. Cause you don't know when you're going to get paid. So I'm out here trying to be bubbly. Nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody cared. There was one other skin positivity person there, shiny. And, and even she was like, we ended up chatting after we uh, first met. She was like, I didn't know if you liked me. I was like, what? I don't, it's so, (laughs) it's so like stressful that then I, I got invited to another event in the city um, from Dermalogica and it was so fun. They did like little facials. They had a little, little champagne bar and I was just surrounded by these people and I love Dermalogica. Dermalogica is one of my all time favorite brands, 10 out of 10 recommend, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I don't see any of these people posting about their skin online. I think all of these people are beauty people and lifestyle people and they all like knew each other and they're all like looking so put together and like posh and like so like attentive to the way that their image is being portrayed and I'm sitting there like oh (laughs) I don't feel like I fit in here at all I feel like I feel like skin positivity is still growing to be its own space and it you know the skincare brands are starting to do things Mm -hmm. and starting to branch out to those people but I still feel like there's such a heavy focus on people with skin that already looks nice that it's easy to be like oh use our products because look at how their skin looks now because it's and I'm doing air quotes for people that don't see the video looks nice you know that that desirable appearance of smooth skin with no fine lines and no breakouts like if anything I want to see people more people like me I want to see the texture I want to see the breakouts that's as a consumer Mm -hmm. I want to see more real I want more real real skin so I don't know if you've ever felt that way I know that was long-winded but how did you feel when you went to these events? Like, did was it mostly beauty people? Was it? I know you said your first few were like skincare people, but like, did you ever feel that intimidation? Like, almost like you didn't fit in. I would definitely say like they were like kind of you know, yes, it was like skincare brand, like skincare mm-hmm. products, but of course there were people with like you know perfectly smooth skin and there were a few people like who were in like the skin positivity space but I do think it's very much like two different spaces because I think yeah you know I have had some comments where uh people are like you know what I don't even have acne but like I trust your reviews more than someone with clear skin because at least I can see the product so I think I definitely do get some people who don't have acne but I would say the majority of my followers are probably people who do struggle with their skin or have struggled with their skin at some point in their life So I think like, you know, the people who have never had a skin issue, like they're probably not going to be able to relate to my content. So they do need like the influencer with perfect skin as well. But then someone who has struggled with acne can't relate to that person. So I do think like, you know, we do both are necessary. Yeah. Um, And I think the space is growing, right? Like I I actually just went to the Drake concert with um, I saw that because they just came to Canada, actually. And it was so awesome because it was like all like acne girlies and I was like finally like the acne (laughs) have like finally like you know um gotten their shot in life (laughs) and I know I think that's so great to see and you know I do want to see more of it like in in mainstream media and just like not even just acne but like just showing untouched skin like I don't even care if you have perfectly smooth skin I just like want to see like that right like I just don't want to see it like retouched because it's like why do you even need to retouch it your skin's already so beautiful that's like the part that I like don't understand it's because pores are flaws people perceive like pores as flaws when pores serve serve a purpose on your face they help your skin breathe they remove toxins from your body and that's what gets retouched all the time even on people with beautiful skin because we perceive pores as flaws pores are not flaws people they're a necessary part of our body and your skin is still beautiful exactly exactly and you know I hope like I think with your content and all the stuff you're doing like stuff I'm doing like and there's so many other amazing acne positivity creators and I'm so happy to see this space grow and whenever I get DMs being like you encouraged me to start my own page I'm like yes this is what we need because it's like even if you don't want to like anyone listening even if you don't want to be an influencer I think you should want each and every one of us doing our part and just posting more real on social media is like so powerful in itself like I'm not saying all of us have to be influencers if you want to go for it you know like if that's your passion I highly recommend it because it's so fun but you know like even just like our personal accounts just posting more real on that because I remember so much like 
the account I had that had like a thousand followers in high school that was like private I wanted to uphold this like image on there and it's like what's the point you know like who was I trying to impress that much with like retouching all my photos and everything and looking back at it it, I find it so silly now but at that time that's that pressure that I felt to do right so yeah I I think like there there is so much potential for the space to grow I think this is kind of the direction social media has like fortunately taken and I hope that it grows more and kind of leaks into like more conventional media as well and not just like you know um not just social media itself but also um other things and I've seen it too like you see more news articles about it which yeah. is super cool but I, I do want to see more of it like in mainstream posts as well which I I think is is awesome I, I just saw a post from like Charlotte Tilbury I think the other day it was like an ad and it, the girl who was in the ad like had acne and I was like this is cool yeah and I I love seeing brands especially makeup brands mm-hmm. beauty brands where they're not shying away from showing their products on real skin it's okay if someone has bumps under their foundation like if you have acne you're gonna have bumps like (laughs) well especially like um luxury makeup brands too because they're they're selling this whole like you know like perfect look so I think that is like so cool so cool to see I love it because that's a lot of your consumers are going to have skin like that. Like, yeah, I know you're gearing towards maybe the more luxe person that has more money. There are people that have money that have acne, you know, like it's not, you know, I don't think acting like sees like your bank account. It's like, (laughs) oh, we won't hit you today. (laughs) You're good. You have over 10K. You're good. But I do have another question for you. I don't know if you have more questions for me because I'll also answer this for myself. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I know you're in school right now um, mm-hmm. and you were kind of like, maybe I will do something with my degree. Maybe yeah. I won't. So what do you, what do you kind of think for your future? Like, do you have any idea or are you kind of on the fence about what could happen? Like, do you think that there would ever be a point where this becomes your whole life or mm-hmm. are you someone that's like, you know what, I kind of like having one foot in both worlds and I kind of right. want to keep it that way. So it's interesting because I think right now, like my my mindset has been like, if I've been able to grow this, you know, my like accounts and this like, I, I want to say job because I, I think at the end of the day, like it is a job for many people. Yeah. And I, even for me, like right now, since I'm in school, like this is my full job. And it's like, if I've been able to do this, like this whole time, like while being in school, I'm just curious to see like, what can I do with it? when this is kind of like the full thing I'm putting my attention to so um I've kind of like made my mind up that like once I graduate I kind of want to give myself some time to like explore this because I think I I think when opportunities come you do kind of have to jump on them you know I think me going back to like an engineering role I can kind of do that at any time I mean yeah hoping the economy is good like right but like if you know assuming all of those things like I'm sure I can find like a job in the engineering space but it's like with social media and content like things move so fast that it's like if you don't really jump on the like the trends and like the growth when it's there like you can't I can't really be like okay let me go work an engineering job and like come back to this in a couple years because like yeah people would forget about me so fast right so it's like I kind of have to and that's why I kept my accounts growing like for the past like nine years but I think once I do graduate I do want to just like stay in the space because at this point like I am I would consider myself full-time with it um yeah I just have to finish school off but the thing is I don't think I've ever been the type of person that can kind of do one like I, I get bored really quickly and I think that's yeah. the fun thing with social media is like I can always switch stuff up I always have like a new project like you know this year I brought on like the podcast which has been super fun not that I need another thing to take like worry about each week but like it is a really fun space I get to connect with people like you I think it's it's awesome just for even connecting with other creators and people in the space but I've also now started my skincare line which I hope to like put more focus into that because I haven't really been able to with with school like I mean we work on it every single week and I mean it's just like it's literally me and my business partner so (laughs) we like we are doing everything like from mixing to packaging to like website to social media like we are doing everything right now and um I mean the brand is by nowhere like near huge at all but like you know it still takes work to maintain that every every day and I would love to be able to pour more of my focus into that once kind of like school is not the front of mine because I am taking a really heavy like I'm taking six courses right now and I kind of will be (sighs) 
in that heavy of a course load until I'm done. So it's like I can only put so much energy into like each each thing. I hope that answered your question. I know it's yeah. complicated. No, I love that. I do because I'm I'm curious because like we we talked about earlier, I'm kind of in the same boat where right. I I'm the same person as you. I almost can never do one thing. I need mm -hmm. to be doing multiple things. I think it's maybe the ADHD. I don't really know where it's like yeah. I need to be doing a million things at once, but. I, I don't really know what the future holds for me either. I feel right. like I, I've always kind of said, I don't think I will ever just do social media. Mm. I, I don't think that that could ever be me because I am never put all of my eggs in one basket kind of person. I'm the and same. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's scary to me. When it's I see scary. these influencers, especially like, like one platform, one stream of income, I'm like, are you not terrified? And they're like, I quit my job to do this full time. I'm like, nice flex. I'm proud of you. I hope that you make it, girl. Because like, I'm stressed. Like with you, you have the brand that you you just, you know, started. Mm -hmm. So even if you were to do social media full time, I feel like you still have that other basket. You know, you still have that multiple streams of, of revenue coming in. You still have multiple things that you're juggling. I, I don't have a, a thing in the background. So I feel like if I were to just quit and do that full time, I would almost be like, uh, like I could, I could probably sustain myself mm -hmm. fairly medium well off of what I make off social media, but I, I, I don't trust it. You know, I feel like you could go from being so relevant to irrelevant at the drop of a dime. Trends are always changing. I don't know about you, but my Q4 has been super dry. My Q1 was super dry. Like I was not making as much money as I made last year or even the year before yep. with content, even though I have more followers now, yep. it, it doesn't matter. Yep. Um, I am so nervous about taking that risk. That's why right now, like my jobs that I have are like part-time. So I almost feel like it gives me yeah. flexibility to kind of like, okay. And, and what's great is like, I can do one of my jobs from home. So right. it's like, I can do multiple things. My other job is I take on clients as I deem mm. myself available. And when I get my Perfect. degree, I can literally work from home and supervise other people, or again, take on clients at my leisure. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that that kind of having that for anybody that's listening, that's thinking about growing, finding something that gives you that flexibility. If you want to start social media, I feel like it's the safest yeah. bet for yourself because totally agree. you have that in the background. So you're safe, you know, yeah. you're not going to risk not missing a rent payment, but you have this ability to play and have fun and try new things and grow. And listen, for people that are, that are out there that quit their full-time job and do social media, as their full-time job, I'm proud of you. I wish, girl. Like, yeah, I, I cannot. <laughs> I can. I could not live like that. It, it's so interesting to me because it's like for me, like I even remember when like there was talks about TikTok being banned. Yeah, and I was like, how is like are all these influencers who like only do TikTok like not freaking out? Because I would be like losing my mind, and you know, like I, I have like I'm on YouTube. I have the podcast, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, and like I have like this whole like two degrees like that I'm like about to finish yeah. here that if I need to like I'm sure I can find a job in the engineering or business space or whatever all the other space because yeah. it's like a pretty broad um degree that like you can go into a lot with so and I'm still like I'm always stressed about like okay what can I do to do more or, like have more of that stability so it's like I don't know how people live that like I don't want to say like freely but could not be me again like props to them for being confident in that but yeah like, I, I just like I, I also think if I did just social media like no brand no like other side projects even just this podcast like even though it's still social media it allows me to like actually connect with people I think if I yeah. didn't have any of that I would literally kind of go like a little bit insane so I definitely yeah like and, and I also think it's so grounding too because anytime I've gone like on like a brand trip or something and I've come back when I was working in the office and I'd come back to the office like that was like so grounding because like I think it just teaches you like hard work and like it brings you back into like real life because I think social media you live in this like little world that's like not yeah. real and very like out of I don't want to say out of touch but like a lot of people can't understand it right so when you're in that world all the time like it I don't think it's the best and like I think it's good to kind of be brought down to like what normal life kind of looks like also yeah I don't think I could sit in my room all day and like talk to a phone or a right. camera I feel like I would go crazy I feel like I need like person interaction I'm just one of those people like I need to go I, I feel like you're, I'm helping people. We're helping people online, but I almost need to like physically be helping somebody to yeah. really feel like I have a purpose. Right. I feel like there's still that disconnect, especially because 
I don't think I'm even close to that point or will ever get to that point, but like doing like a follower meetup where you actually mm-hmm. like put, and I don't know if you've ever had people approach you yet. I've had two people approach me like uh, two years ago saying, Oh, I follow you on social media. I like wanted to die. I was like, Oh, cool. Like, I didn't even know what yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> it's, it's definitely a weird like interaction, but it's like also like really fun. It's, it's like very, like, I'm always yeah. very appreciative because it's like, thank you for like, you know, even taking the time to, yeah. to say hi. So I'm happy we kind of like dived into like this conversation. Also, I think it's like really cool to, to see other people kind of you know, doing that. I always call it like the Hannah Montana lifestyle because it's like one yeah. thing by like day and another by night, which I think is so fun. But uh, yeah, no, thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on Loud Talk. This yes. was such a good conversation. And I'm I'm so excited that we got to like actually, you know, talk. And now I feel like I lo- know a lot more about you. And when I'm, you know, liking your stuff on socials, <laughs> I can yeah. kind of put like a voice and a, a face and like a real person because I know we're on Zoom, but it still feels yeah. like, nice to like interact and, and meet this way. And thanks for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me anytime. You can have me on. I absolutely love it. But thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on Loud Talk Blavi. It was so fun to chat with you. Do you want to tell the listeners or anyone watching um, where they can find you on social media? You can find me at The Blemish Queen on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, even though I don't really post on there anymore. (laughs) But that is where I'm at. Feel free to follow me. I have big aspirations and dreams of things that will happen at some point. Um, But if you're looking for real content, someone that is authentic, Mm -hmm. if you're looking for makeup on real skin, skincare reviews, somebody that's trying to learn how to do their hair but has no clue what they're doing um (laughs) someone that is just like a disheveled like authentic mess give me a follow Mm -hmm. because I'm right there with you that's me I'll I'll be your girl yeah Um, thank you so much for having me no for sure yeah you guys gotta go check out Nicole I love your quality too like you guys will see real 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 skin makeup reviews um skincare all of that so definitely go give her a follow and thank you to anyone listening in on loud talk with Lavi. if you made it to the end of this episode make sure to subscribe if you're watching on youtube and if you're not if you're listening in on a streaming platform we do post the video version on youtube so definitely go check that out but give this podcast a five-star rating uh, it would be very very much appreciated and give us a follow on um spotify if you're listening on there we post new episodes every single sunday at 7 a.m mst and that is really it thank you for getting loud with me thank you for getting loud with me Nicole and to anyone listening remember tell yourself something you love about your skin today and you'll hear from me in the next episode of Loud Talk Plavi bye everyone bye